Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Give the Lord another praise offering right now. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. By the way, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 to 10. The word of knowledge is when God says there has been something in a person's life and the person has been plagued by something, normally it comes out of your past into the now. The word of knowledge is like, like here's the problem that developed in the past. The word of wisdom gives the solution for the road forward. So the one gift tends to be past, the other gift tends to affect the future. So God points out the problem, and then He gives you the solution at the same time through the word of wisdom. Knowledge, knowing things, or a fragment of God's knowledge that you didn't have except God taught you that. Okay, so there are things that you did not have and you did not understand, but then suddenly the Lord shows you something which you never could understand before. And it comes like that. You become aware of things, even people with trouble around you and problems where you speak to them, they start crying and suddenly there is a revelation of what goes on. Then after the word of knowledge comes the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is future. It's solution. It's God's mind. It's the mind of Christ that comes towards you. When the mind of Christ is at work, people have difficulties resolved. When the mind of Christ is at work, things that were problematic are no more problematic because the mind of Christ gives you a solution to any problem whatsoever mankind can have on this planet. It happens to be the mind of Christ. The discerning of spirits is a supernatural insight by the Holy Spirit into the world that is not normally seen by giving you the discerning of what kind of spirit is at work in a human being at the time of the manifestation of that spirit. You can pick it up easily by the gift of the discerning of spirits. People always are able to uh, see what kind of spirit is working when there, particularly when there's a supernatural manifestation and they don't know what it is, then you know immediately that is not of God. And that is the gift of the discerning of spirits because there are, it's spirits, it's in the plural, okay? So that means that there are more than just one spirit. In the beginning, of course, we have to say the, the, the spirit of all is the Holy Spirit. It's over all. It's the Spirit of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of the Almighty God. He's number one. Then there are the spirits of fallen angels and or holy angels. Holy angels that surround the Lord God and the throne of God. These are in classes, for example, the cherubim, the cherubim, which are the guardian angels over the glory of God. You find them around the throne of God. And then there's the seraphim. These are the ones with six wings that float before the throne of God. With two, with two of their wings, they cover their faces. Two of the wings, they cover their feet. And uh, with two of the wings, they fly. And they can't get away from the presence of the Lord. They're called seraphim, which means that seraphim, which means in the Hebrew, those are the flying and burning uh, angels. They're angels in the presence of God. And they cease not day or night, crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. The whole earth is filled with His glory. 
Then there, of course, are the, the, um, the messenger angels, as uh, Daniel the prophet said, and uh, he had quite a lot to do with that also, where there's a message coming through from, uh, from heaven. The word angelos is a messenger. It means uh, messenger. And so when they come down, they normally come with a message. I've had those experiences also. But then, of course, we have the fallen angels. I've had experiences there also. They're dark and gloomy, like they're walking in a semi-darkness in a place where they're not really with form. They're not really with any form of glory. They look miserable, and they are very dangerous because they're out to cause harm to people. These are fallen angels. Then you have the demon spirits. They come into people's lives, and they take over their lives. If they open up the door through sinning and willfully turning away from God, these spirits, these demon spirits, demonic spirits, are roaming the earth, and if you... Uh, open a door through sin or through something that's in the house that brings an offense to God and would cause the Holy Spirit to withdraw from you, those spirits can have a place. It's like we call it a welcome mat in the kingdom of God. Discerning of spirits. Tongues we know. And um, the interpretation of tongues you've heard tonight when I was on the platform. The interpretation thereof. It is interpretation, it's not translation. So interpretation is exactly what it says. It could be far more than just the, the segment of speaking in the Spirit. That is the interpretation of tongues. And prophecy are words of wisdom, uh, words of edification, should I say, exhortation and comfort. Ex edification is to build you up, exhortation to call you closer to God, and comfort is to bring you peace and calmness even in the time of storms. That's, that's what happens when you have the uh, gift of prophecy at operation in your life. But also, if it is in the prophetic gift, it is accompanied by the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the sending of spirits. At least two of those revelatory gifts accompany prophecy that takes a person into the prophetic office and this has to be with a divine meeting you have to have an experience with God you can't just put yourself there by yourself okay and then of course there's faith the working of miracles and the gifts of healing the last three of those those gifts are also quite clear if you have the word of wisdom, I told you, the word of knowledge, I told you, the discerning of spirits, I told you, tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy, I told you. And then it is faith, the working of miracles and the gifts of healings. Working of miracles is when there is a temporary cessation of the normal laws of physics where God overrides anything that he wants to because he put all the laws of physics in place to govern the universe. But how many of you know he can walk on the water, he can still the storm, he can do anything that he wants to with his creation. It belongs to the Lord. And so when you have faith, it moves mountains. It moves mountains in your life. It is said by many of the scholars of the New Testament that the, wor the, the gift of faith, the working of miracles and the gifts of healings, but the gift of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit the one called faith is the one that is the most powerful single gift of all of the gifts because it has an impact, even long-term impact, when people begin to speak words of faith over their future, over their children, over their circumstances. And they stick with it and they quote the Word of God with it and they say, so shall it be in my life. And they stay with God and they speak those words and then God brings it to pass. Faith is a most powerful gift and seem to be the one that lasts the 
along this, even as Jacob was on his deathbed, spoke over those sons of the tribes of Israel or the sons of Jacob, the sons of, of Israel, the same thing. Israel is uh, now was Jacob, now becomes Israel. And he speaks over his, his sons on his deathbed and he begins to proclaim, for example, Judah, you are the one. The scepter shall not depart from Judah until Shiloh, the Messiah, comes. So therefore today we have the Jews still around because it is a prophetic word that went from father Jacob or then Israel, same thing. He became, God changed his name to Israel and uh, that's how it is. So faith, the working of miracles is where the, the um, laws of physics are changed and God can cause an arm to grow and he can cause a leg to grow. He can cause a deaf ear to open or a blind eye to open. Can you say amen? amen. So that's absolutely in the, in the, in the in total total ability of God to change anybody, heal anybody. And it doesn't matter how sick anybody gets, God can do that when He does a miracle. And then the last one, of course, of the nine is called the gifts, plural, of healings, plural. Why? Because Jesus Himself used many methods to heal the people. And so it is that when people go around, God could use all kinds of methods to, to heal people, to touch people. And... Uh, you know, it's, it's just like, it's, if you read that New Testament, you see how even the shadow of Peter could heal people. We know that great power went out from the apostles by the laying on of hands. We also know that God wrought, Acts 19, verse 10 and 11, God wrought special miracles through the hands of the apostle Paul, that even when the aprons and the handkerchiefs were on his body were laid upon the sick, that the demons departed and they were healed. Now notice that Acts 10 verse 38 says, Now God wrought special miracles through the hands of the Apostle Paul, that even when the aprons and the handkerchiefs that were on his body were laid upon the sick, laid upon the sick, that they were healed and that the demons departed. You see, the anointing clings to the cloth. We prayed so many times over just a piece of cloth and say, take it home and go put it on the sick person. I've had cases where a person the moment that cloth touched them, first and foremost, the person that received the cloth couldn't stand on his feet because of the power of God that came down on him that was on that cloth. If it is there, I normally tell the people, take that cloth and put it in your Bible, which is a holy place. Put it inside the Word of God in your Bible. Take it to that sick person. Lay it on that sick person that God could heal them. And be in a good state of prayer yourself when you go to that person. Impart faith. Faith is always action. Faith is not just standing around. Faith is action. Can you say amen? amen. Everybody say faith, faith is action. You see, there's always something going. When you have faith going, it's always faith is, is, is considered. And Paul saw the, the man's faith that was paralyzed, that he said to him, rise up in the name of Jesus. And he rose and he was healed. Always faith. When there is faith, you could see if a person has faith. You know, sometimes you pray for somebody and you know, it is an amazing thing. You know, do you believe God's going to heal you? No. Pastor, just pray for me. Well, do you think that the Word of the Lord is applicable to you? Yeah. But you know what? I remember the, in the Crusades of A.A. Allen that there's one particular video that I spoke about in the times gone by. I spoke about that because on that particular video of A.A. Allen, we go to a little higher level, because people are doing that to try and see me. And uh, 
So with, on, on a higher level, uh, he, uh, A.A. Allen, let me get my thoughts together here. A.A. Allen, Jacques, what's happening behind me here? They all look so guilty when I look around. They all look guilty right now. I don't know what's cooking here on this platform, but we'll have them give a shot at it now. But A. Allen went to, there's a lady that brought her in on, a, on a, these hospital beds, straight from the ambulance, brought her in the front. She was in the front. She's laying there, and uh, she's got a blanket over her. She's completely paralyzed, totally paralyzed. She's lying there. And I mean, I've, I've got the video where she lies, and, and, and he says to her, uh, what's your name, sort of thing, he talks to her, and then he says, do you mind if I just lift up this, this cloth that's over you? She says, no, no, go ahead. He picks up the cloth, he says, but you're dressed for church, you even have long, long heels, high heels, what do you call those things, long heels or high heels? I don't know, the ladies have got strange name for them, you know? They look like a little bit, no, I'm going to get in trouble now. I'd just rather not say what they look like sometimes. But they get so high, I mean, I'd be scared of fear of heights, you know, gentlemen. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. And so, so he says, but you're dressed. She says, yes, I'm dressed for church. He says, what are you going to do? She says, I'm going to get off this bed. You're going to pray and I'm going to get off the bed. And he says, are you sure? He says, she says, go ahead and pray, sir. I'm in a hurry. I want to walk again. She was completely paralyzed from her neck down. So the only thing is they had to feed her by mouth and that was the whole total story. Well, he picked up her arm and because she's paralyzed, he lifts up her arm and the arm just falls back again. Lifts up the other arm and holds it and he lets go, falls back again. And then he says, Jesus, everybody touch your body wherever your body has got some form of ache or discomfort or whatever before we go out of this place. I'm going to pray that exactly, exact same prayer as A.A. Allen, because I watched these guys, how they prayed in ages gone by. Whatever is bothering you in your physical body, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, fill this building now with a manifestation of your healing power. Let the Spirit of God come upon the people here. Lord, let every enemy spirit be hit by the fire of the glory of God. Destroy the works and the shackles and the burdens of the enemy. Unchain those who are in bondage. Lord Jesus, let the power of God hit everybody in this place and restore their health and bring them back out of the land of captivity. They need not go through life with pains and aches. They need not go through life with difficulty. They need not go through life with lack of strength, lack of vigor. Lord, in Jesus' name, tonight, by the power of the name of Jesus, to the glory of the Almighty God the Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit, by Your name, Lord, right now we decree health and healing to everybody in this building tonight. In Jesus' name, give the Lord a praise offering, everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, of course, with that, some of you would have felt immediately that something happened in your body. How many of you felt that? Just put your hand and swing it around. Just move your hands around. 
No, lift your hands up high. People can see it. That's right. You felt something happening in your body? Tonight, there's a lot of hands. Give the Lord another praise offering right now. Amen. 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 All right, take one more. Once came a man into this church. He was sitting right over there. Just over there. On the side there, next on the side of the chair, sitting over there, about middle, halfway, about where you sit with the light, light top that you've gone on. Those two, yes, you. About there. A man was sitting there. Don't get up. I'm just talking about a man sitting about there. And, uh, you know, you point at people and they react. Jesus loves the people. Give Jesus a praise offering tonight. Amen. Jesus loves the people. And you know what? This man is a miner. He worked in mines. Now, I don't know if he's still alive, but he was not a young man. He was gray-haired. And he said, I got such pain. He says, I fell down the mine shaft and I completely smashed all these, these uh, vertebrae, the backs, the discs, and the coccyx and everything. He had, uh, he had such a big operation, but the pain were with him, all, was with him all those days. And uh, he came that night, don't know why he came to this church, but he came to this church, and he was sitting there, and I said, come forward. He came forward, and I touched him. And the power of the Lord was present to heal, as it is tonight. The power of the Lord is present to heal every night. We got some Sunday nights for this. We got revival coming. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. And the Lord touched him, and instantly he was without a single pain in his back. Not again. You see, it does not depend on any form of technology. It depends on Jesus. If the Lord be for you, who can be against you? A woman comes up to me and she says to me, now I don't know if Erika's here, but she was present, Erika. The, there she sits at the back. Waarvoor sit je so ver daar achter? Hoekom kruip je daar achter weg, Erika? Looking after kleinkinders. All right. Now you remember that woman in the, in the, in the chapel that had the situation in her jaws. She couldn't, she had, she was uh, eating through a straw, net a stroiki, little straw like you would, that's the only way she could eat. She had an accident, a motor car accident, and she broke these cartilages in the jaws completely uh, like just destroyed. And so she couldn't chew, so she could only sip through a straw. That's how she ate for 12 years. She was fed like that. So she comes into the um, um, chapel at the time that we were in. And uh, I say, okay, I'll pray for you. And I prayed for her, but the power of God hit that woman so hard. I tell you, she flew back away from me. There was nobody to catch her and she was on the ground. When she got up from the ground, she was going, now remember now, I told you she was eating through a straw. She gets up from the ground, she's going, so, she phones the doctor. The doctor says, you better come in immediately. They scheduled an operation for her on the Wednesday, but they wanted to take some, some x-rays about this. Took the x-rays. There's the old x-rays. There's the new x-rays. No cartilages. Suddenly, they're brand new cartilages, and the jaw's working without no operation. Give the Lord a praise offering. Amen. Now, I don't care if somebody's got cancer 
or they say stage this of cancer. I don't, really, it, it moves me not. It really, only faith moves me. Only the Word of God moves me. I don't look at somebody and say, ooh, this is terrible. I don't think I must pray for this one. What's going to happen to my reputation if I pray for this person? It does not work like that. It's God who does the work. Jesus gets the glory. By faith and by the power of the anointing that breaks the yoke, you pray for the sick and Jesus heals them. How many of you felt that God healed something in your body when I prayed that prayer tonight? Raise your hands again and begin to wave with your hands. Amen. 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 There's a person you had difficulty to swallow and God's healed you also. You had difficulty to swallow. And you can swallow now. It's easy. And you'll find out because you'll have to go at home now and go and drink water or eat something. And you'll find your difficulty to swallow is gone. Because God is in this place, people. And there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. As I quickly gave you a summary. That's just a summary of those nine gifts. You can teach on that alone for a quarter of a year. Because many scriptures work together with it. In fact, I have all of that on here, on this book here. This one here. And it has the complete analysis of all of this with scriptures and whatnot. When you have faith in Jesus, He heals you. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Hallelujah, Jesus. Blessed be His holy name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.